Hey, Chris, I was thinking about why birds and trees are so often the subject of lore and superstition. Lore? The lore of birds? You know, bird lore is everywhere, but not to be confused with a bird's lores, plural, which are those small patches of often colorful skin located right between a bird's eyes and its beak. Yeah, I learned that basic bird anatomy fact in my college ornithology class. But as far as today's topic goes, I'm afraid you're just barking up the wrong tree. (laughs) I see what you did there. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say, talking to you is like trying to nail jello to a tree. Don't pound nails in trees. That's reckless. And why jello? That whole idea seems sort of bird-brained. I'm Dave Anderson with the Forest Society. And I'm Chris Martin with New Hampshire Audubon. And this is Something Wild. Old idioms include a story my grandfather teased me with about putting salt on a bird's tail to catch it off guard when it turns around to see what's going on. There's tons of superstition and folklore about birds, like an albatross around your neck as a burden for your transgressions. The albatross was believed to be a good omen on the high seas, so as punishment for shooting one, the sailor had to wear it around his neck forevermore. There you go, quoth the raven. (laughs) (laughs) Trees are symbols of strength individuality and expression. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow's iconic poem, The Village Blacksmith, opens with, Under a spreading chestnut tree, the village smithy stands. Trees can also represent calm, perennial growth, and the connectedness of the generations. Because, as you know, the apple never falls far from the tree. You know the song, One Bad Apple Doesn't Spoil the Whole Bunch? One bad apple doesn't spoil the whole bunch, was the Osmonds musical interpretation, but actually the Rotten Apples proverb started out centuries earlier saying exactly the opposite, that one bad apple spoils all the others. Hmm. Well, personally, I'm partial to the phrase, like a duck to water. Hatchling waterfowl, like swans, mergansers, and eiders, all come out of the egg pretty well coordinated. They leave the nest and head straight to the water, where they can swim immediately and quickly start feeding themselves, too. There are so many proverbs. Sometimes it can be hard to see the forest for the trees. The natural world was the original source of inspiration. The roots and wings of early cave art, music, poetry, literature, religion, and spirituality. It makes sense that our predecessors gave human characteristics to trees and birds through myths and storytelling. Once familiar idioms and superstitions seem quaint, yet some of these more than you can shake a stick at, perpetuate oral traditions of natural history. How many can you think of? For something wild, he's Chris Martin. He's still Dave Anderson. If you've got a question about something wild in your backyard, email us at somethingwild at nhpr.org. Something Wild is a partnership of the Forest Society, New Hampshire Audubon, and NHPR, and is produced by the team at Outside In. Okay, so free as a bird. Knock on wood. Uh, scarce as hen's teeth. Money doesn't grow on trees. Proud as a peacock. As the crow flies. Dead as a dodo. Tree huggers. <laughs> There's not many tree ones. We've run out of trees. Bird in the hand. I got Crinsful more. As a I got swarm. more. Keep going. <laughs>